Hello! It's Mind of the Modern Man podcast, episode number six. My name is KP, and I am your host, and in this special episode, we are going to debate the merits of the Star Wars The Last Jedi. You can join the debate on our website, mindofmodernman.com, and on social media, too. Now, into the mind of the modern man. Let's go. Gentlemen, we are back together again. Maddie, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Keefy. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And John, good day to you, sir. Oh, and good day to you, sir. I said good day to you, sir. I say good day. Okay. So the debate is... is (laughs) We are performers of the utmost class. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to debate Star Wars The Last Jedi. The reason for this being I continuously get messages with Matt about how much we loved it, and I continuously get messages from John about how much it pisses him off. So I figure why not put these two in a virtual room together and let's debate it. So we're going to use standard debate rules, as I've noticed from many years of watching The West Wing, and I will act as your moderator. Is that okay with you boys? Agree. Uh, Do we have... (laughs) Do, you have a, do we have a choice? No. Oh, okay. It's my show. It's my show. I'm looking forward to getting converted to hating it, to be honest. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a question, uh, and then uh, you will have one to two minutes, whoever I ask the question to, to give their thoughts on it. And then the other side will have 30 seconds to a minute to retort, and then they will get the following question. Uh, once again, John is in the uh, anti- Dark side. He's in the dark side. I mean, dark side, I, I don't light hate side. it. It didn't do anything wrong to me. It is, I just wish that I liked it more, you know, but that's the stance. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, yeah. I don't mean to mess it up. So he didn't, he didn't really hate it. I think we're done. I think I convinced him. No, 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 no. There, there, there's still a lot of things that I think is wrong with it. Oh, okay. There's, there's a lot of things that you think are wrong, but that's okay. We're going to continue on. That's right. Let's do it. Okay. So we had a uh, coin flip before we started recording, and by the coin flip, John gets the first question. Are you ready, John? I'm ready. Okay. To put The Last Jedi in perspective, I think the first thing that we need to do is figure out where it lies for you in the Star Wars lexicon. So there have been nine cinematic Star Wars movies, the original trilogy, the prequels, the two new Disney ones, and then Rogue One. What is your order of preference? Oh, boy. Um, see, this is something that I wish that I'd written down. I um, object. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything to no. object to yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. This isn't court. Oh. I get confused um, easily. Uh, Empire. Yep. N- New Hope. Oh, um, oh, got to bleep that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Family show. <laughs> Uh, Empire, New Hope. Um, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Force Awakens. Then I'm going to okay. go with Return of the Jedi. Got it. Then I'm going to go with Rogue One. So uh, far, it all makes sense to me. Then I, okay. See, I convinced you already. Already. Then I'm going to go with, um, I have four left. Uh, I think that's where I'm going to put The Last Jedi. And then the prequels. And then the prequels. Yeah, we don't have to do the order for the people. All right. Matt, over, over to you. What's your order, uh, Matt? Empire first, without a doubt, followed by A New Hope. And then I would put The Last Jedi 
and then wow. I would put um, The Force Awakens, and then I would put uh, Return of the Jedi because of the Ewoks, and then I would put Rogue One, and then I would put Revenge of the Sith, and then I would do... The other things. The other two. Yeah. The prequels. Yeah. Okay. But so, I would definitely, so put, Last I would definitely Jedi. put Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Sith, Revenge, of, whatever it's called. I would put that as right. the best of the three. Agreed. And probably, and this hurts, the Phantom Menace, and then the clones show up. <laughs> I think I think that's how I'd, I'd put it, and that that's painful, but it's yeah. fair. So wait, you put the Last Jedi where? Third. Wow. Wow. Third. I put it third. Wow. Wow. All right. So that's pretty high for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. It is high. All right, so let's let's go to the next question. Matt. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Question first. number two. You want to discuss it? But no, there's no re- there's no real retort. Like it's here's your list. Here's your list. We get we go from there. Okay. I just wanted to know. I wanted to know where the last Jedi fits. Okay. And now we go. Matt, many say that Ryan Johnson didn't answer questions set up by the Force Awakens in a satisfying way. What specifically jumped out to you about what Ryan Johnson did with what? The Force Awakens created. You mean the Last Jedi? Oh, yes, oh, you, that's right. The Last Jedi. You, okay. You're, so you're talking about the setup from one to the next. From Force Awakens yeah, I, I mean, to I, the yeah. You know, you can't come in expecting the film that you had in your head to be the same thing that Ryan Johnson made. And I think the one thing that he did better than anything else was he just surprised the heck out of me the whole way. I mean, he really kind of broke and honored the, um, what would you call it? The, 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 the rhythm or the, um, or, um, the framework of, of the movies that they kind of, uh, follow right. like like everybody was saying that the Force Awakens was a mirror image of a New Hope, and in some ways it was, and in some ways that it wasn't. But I could see those parallels. I think that the parallels from the Last Jedi and Empire were similar, but really like hidden with all of this new stuff. So the fact that I didn't get the answer, or I got an unsatisfactory answer to who Snoke was, an unsatisfactory answer to uh, who's raised parents. Um, what happened mm-hmm. to the the Knights of Ren, all of that stuff. People call that unsatisfying. I was satisfied with it. And I mean, I can go into further detail why I was, but is that answering the question or not? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so yeah. like something as perfect as uh, Luke learning that Vader was his father, spoilers. And um, it was, <laughs> and, and Johnson has talked about this. He It was the worst news that Luke could get at that moment. Now, if you think and right. run the parallels to Ray finding out about, out about who her parents were in her search to be somebody, in her search to, to, to find her place in all of this, which she says at one point, the worst answer she could have got was that she is nobody. So dramatically, it's very powerful. What's not powerful in that moment is, oh, Luke's your father, Obi-Wan's your grandfather, or, or whatever, tying up that neat thing. No, for Rey at that moment, the most devastating news that she could get was that she is nobody. So to me, that's very satisfying. That's exactly dramatically what should happen. And as far as losing Snoke or finding out who he was, if Kylo is in a to being the most 
powerful or he wants power. Vader never had that. Vader always had power. He was never in search of power. You can't have Snoke in his way. You know, he has to get eliminated from that. And so I thought that they surprised the heck out of me with doing it that way. Um, To have him turn, for him not to be able to see uh, the turn, but to imagine the lightsaber, but it wasn't the right lightsaber. And all of that stuff was, was so dramatic and shocking. And now you've got, you know, Darth Maul came back, so I guess Snoke could come back too. They can give him robotic legs or whatever. No, but he's dead. He's he's good. He's good and dead. Um, all right, all right. And and, we got to give it over to okay. John now. And I'm not sure that that we've yeah. learned the truth about Ray's parents, but if it is the truth, I found it to be very satisfying. Thank you, thank you, John. Yeah, I agree with everything that Matt said. Like, um, like, and and I'll start back to what uh, you know, JJ's mysteries. Like, like that's classic jj abrams like the like i love lost like you know and i love that he did that and like sometimes you know you don't need answers and i totally agree with what matt said about you know you you can't have like these you know it, it's fun to 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 guess about those things but what he did with ray's parents was 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 great and i like that way you said that matt too like that it was the worst answer that she could get is that she comes from nothing they were junkers they you know, right. they, they, they sold her for drinking money and they died in a pauper's grave. Like that's Ugh. great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's great, you know? And, and then the mirror was great too. The way that they represented her being nobody, you know, with the mirror was fantastic. I, 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 I love how he handled that. And, and, um, so John, what, what was not satisfactory? No, let you? him go on. He's, he's making good points. I, I know he is. He's, he's backing up your argument. Yeah. No, I'm going to get there. Um, so and and the same thing with you know with the Snoke who was Snoke you know like we didn't know who the Emperor was either, you know in the in the original trilogy and that didn't bother anybody you know it's like no, you don't need when, to... I'm sorry when we did find out it was very unsatisfying who he was. Well, yeah, it's almost like you know what I, I yeah I didn't need it you know I, you know you don't and and you, when you go back to it you don't need uh, Palpatine's backstory of how he rose to power no you know? like it's okay and and you know you think that Snoke is going to be the guy throughout the the entire this entire trilogy and then he gets cut you know it gets cut short Let's see what I did there um, you know and um, <laughs> you know and like that was great too I didn't see that coming you know and and then you're like hold on is Ray and Kylo Ren really gonna get together like this is kind of cool I didn't expect that um, Johnson's handling of that I thought was great um, but what I think that he stumbled with was all the other setups that JJ did because what he couldn't do and I think Matt you, you talked about this was he couldn't he couldn't kind of answer all of those mysteries that JJ set up, you know, and, and that's the fun part. The fun part is the mysteries and you don't have to go and answer them. But I guess what, what I think he, he didn't do a good job of was, uh, you know, was the whole thing with Luke, you know, and maybe we can talk about that. I don't know. I think I'm running out of time here. Um, but what, what he didn't do, what, what, what Johnson did is that he dispelled all these mysteries. He made them nothing. Right. Which is great. I, I, I dig that. But at the same time, you can't take away all these mysteries and then not give us anything to think about. There is nothing that I'm curious about going into episode nine. And all right, uh, that oh that, that's a good line. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So what we're gonna do is for the remaining questions, gentlemen, is when I say give me one specific reason, I'm kinda looking for one. Uh-huh. And uh, not to distill the entire movie again, because then I'm out of questions for the rest of the time. 
Okay, fine. Yes, you, you, you've just been scolded by the master debater. Right. Wait, what happened? S- say that again. What are you again? Uh, I'm the master debater. Oh, okay. I, I, did, I, I thought I misheard <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay, question number three. We go back to John. Okay. Supporters of the movie say it's about leaving the past behind and looking forward. What do you think about that? I love it. I think, it, and I love the way that it was done too. Um, I found myself agreeing with everything that Kylo Ren was saying. Um, I thought it was brave. It was exciting. And it makes you like the bad guy. A, a, a great movie, in a great movie, you, you know, you, you like the antagonist just as much as the protagonist. Like, like, and I like the way that they handled there. Like I have like, and, and the way that they went across, um, or they got it across, um, you know, like killing the past, you know, or, or bearing the past, kill it if you have to. It's great. You know, like I, I thought that was really good. I, I don't have anything okay. trouble with so, that. So you agree with the supporters that that was a good... Absolutely. Um, yeah, that part yeah, was great. Right. Matt, what do you very think? Very reasonable. I like this guy. That's John. <laughs> very, very reasonable. Um, well, I guess I guess there should be there should be a caveat here that John didn't hate this movie. No, there's no, lots uh, of stuff to like about this movie, and John is a Star Wars fan. Right. So obviously, as a Star Wars fan for life, right. there's going to be parts about it you like. There's just things that didn't make him didn't make you be in awe right. the way that you were with right. like The Force Awakens. Yeah, well, I, I like I think I disagree with where Matt put it in the order. Like like very much. Right. Right. Them's fight. It's like Them's how much I hate Rogue One. Um, I, I was just yeah. going to say that as a supporter, I've never, I've never said that. <laughs> I've never, I've never gone. Said you what? know, okay. This, this, this movie is really about leaving the past behind and and starting new, or or however Keith put it. So, um, I, you know, I didn't really think about it in terms like that. I, I, I thought about it. Um, I guess in a different, I want to say a different way, but I guess it's the same. Um, it's just breaking the mold. You know, and and um, kicking down the doors and saying that Star Wars can be more than the pattern that it has been in the past. Um, Excellent point. And and I and I love that. Um, and as far as the mysteries, you know, I think that I think that's a good point. I, for myself, I think I, I went back to the idea of um, I want to know how Ray's going to survive because let's be let's be honest, she's been angry. You know, she's yeah. been tapping into a, a dark side of of the force. And I want to see if there's repercussions to that. I want to see what kind of empire or new order Kylo runs. You know, I, I want to see how the resistance is going to come from, you know, um, just being a Millennium Falcon full of people to, you know, winning back <laughs> the galaxy. So th- those are the mysteries for me, um, which Our totally does not answer rebels. Keith's question. But, you know. I'm like Ryan Johnson. I just like to break the rules, do my own, <laughs> and you like do to, my and you, own way. And you are excited about what's coming up next. Yes. Where John is having a hard time finding I'm Luke John, Warm. Oh, look at that. See, I think that's the key is Luke. So we should <laughs> talk about Luke. Uh, okay. The thing that, so the Matt, thing the that next ties question, you over is to next... make sure that you get your tickets for Avengers Infinity War opening this Thursday. <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Solo. Uh, I am too. I think yeah. I think um, all of the gibberish around it uh, is probably not going to. It, it's it's not going to work how people think it is. And you got Lawrence Kasdan putting together the spine of it. So it, who knows Solo better than him? This is not going to end how you think. <laughs> you, th- this yeah. podcast uh, is not going to end how you think. The, the next question is for you, Matt. Yes. <laughs> Mark Hamill has. 
Mark Hamill has now infamously come out against how Luke was written in The Last yes. Jedi. What do you think about Luke in this movie? Okay. Well, first, Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill, and he's great, and he's a great um, Twitter follow because he always writes great things. But no one could have been closer to this than him, so he was going to have the hardest time with breaking the mold. So I understand where he's coming from. Um, I loved it. I mean, I want grumpy Luke. I don't want the farm boy. He's not the farm boy. What happened to all right. the other great Jedi after they dealt with uh, the Empire taking over? They went and they hid. You know, they didn't come out. Yoda was totally and completely reluctant to do anything with Luke. He was happy being a little hermit on his island. And the only reason he was fun at the beginning of, of his time on Empire was because he was trying to trick Luke into making him believe that he wasn't who he was. So I, I loved it. Mm. I love the fact that he felt like he did something that he couldn't come back from. And because of that, he was willing to sacrifice himself and what he thought was best for the universe, which was not training any more Jedi, letting them either find their way or totally disappear. Um, it made sense to me. Um, I, I, I wanted to see why he put himself on this island. I wanted to see why he left um, Leia and the Resistance and all of that stuff. And I felt like Ryan, uh, Ryan Johnson justified that by making him such a grump. Um, and I love the fact that um, he had a he had a change of heart, and he did it in the way that only he could do, which was he presented himself in an image, you know, which according to the, yeah. the Path of the Jedi, the book is one of the Jedi powers. So all of that stuff of this has never happened before. It it's in it's in not in the legends, but it's in the it's in the canon that that is a force ability. Um, so it made it made sense to me. I really liked it. the uh, The only thing I uh, I didn't think they needed to uh, cut his hair and dye his beard. I don't think they needed to make him. Yeah. Um, he stopped at super cuts yeah. on his way over. And I thought that he should have had his green lightsaber. You know. That's true. I, I didn't understand why he had the light. Like that should have been the first tip to Kylo. Like what? What? How do you have that? <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. All right. Um, Johnny, what do you think about Luke? Here we go. I, I think it was sloppy. As, I'm sorry. It was sloppy as hell. Like, I think that the writing, like, it was really, like, I agree with that, you know, like, Luke has every right to be grumpy from what happens. But what I don't agree with is why he left Leia and the Resistance behind. I feel like that was the weakest writing in the entire movie. Um Sure, Leak, uh, like like Luke needed to chat with with Sean from Goodwill Hunting, right? You know, like it's right. it's it's not your fault, Luke. Like it's not your fault. Like like I get it, you know. Um, but it, you know, he was he was he was devastated. Um, but and, and and like the whole thing that Ryan Johnson did was uh, he basically every decision he made had to be unexpected. So with Luke's character, everything he did had to be um, unexpected. You know, like with him throwing the Luke's the lightsaber over his shoulder at the beginning, totally unexpected. I think it could have been directed better. I don't think it was supposed to elicit a laugh like that. Like maybe you're, you know, trying to make it uh, kind of, you know, funny. Hey, everything's kind of cool. But, you know, and then he kind of saunters off. Uh, oh, okay, I can do that. And But to cut yourself off from the force and abandon everyone you love just seems like a, a weak writing choice to me. 
Like that's the easy thing to do. He was devastated. Right. Sure. Uh, and I like the whole Jedi must end thing. Like that's fine with me too. Um, and he doesn't want to train anyone because he doesn't want them to die. You know, and he, you know, he's, he's tired of that. I get it. But Snoke was already in power. He was, he was leaving all of his loved ones and friends to suffer when all he had to do was stand by and help. All he had to do was help. And he knew that he could. Instead, he left everyone behind. That's the part that doesn't make any sense to me. That's like, that's like, okay, you're devastated. But to leave everybody behind after you find this, this, this Jedi Island, I think that that was the hardest thing for Johnson to write around. Like, to me, it seemed like he, like JJ set it up that Luke was going there to find the answer, you know, to kind of commune with the spirits or whatever. I think that's where JJ's head was going, you know, like, right. how, do you, how do you regroup, right? But how, how long do you think he was there for? Uh, probably, I don't know. I, I, I actually, I haven't put that together. Um, maybe like a couple of years. Okay. You know, um, you know, uh, maybe more, I don't know. I, I, I didn't put that timeline together. That, that, that to me doesn't bother me. Like, you know, how long he was there. It was his decision to stay there. And I, and again, I think JJ set it up. Johnson couldn't figure out how to write him off the Island. Kind of like getting lost. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, instead he's like, we're going to make him grumpy. And he's, he just doesn't want to go back. You know, his, he's going to leave his, 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 um, his X wing in the water and he's not going to help anybody. It, it, I mean, it's weird. Like, okay, he's grumpy, but it's almost like it was one note. There was no complexity to it. And I feel like there's a ton of complexity there. And I think that your two count, you know, your two points on this question was exactly where you read pretty much every article Yeah, that you've got the people saying that what he did was a self-sacrifice and the kind of thing that you would expect of a hero and other people saying, I can't believe our hero took his ball and went home. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's so it's the same kind of thing. That's good. We're going to move no. on. Oh, damn it. No, there's more here. No, there's, there's a lot more where this is about Luke, this whole thing, this whole debate, if you want to debate, it's about Luke. It's about Luke. This is the core of it right here. Do you want to go again, Matt? Okay. No, uh, well, I... Actually, I, I, we'll do a little retort. Hold on, hold on. Retort I, it I again. have to go back to the master debater. Master debater, is it okay if Matt goes back? Yes, please. I think that I am nothing if not flexible. Well, thank you, master debater. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. I, I just, I, um, you know, I'm, I guess the, the thing that I, I, I'm struggling with uh, as a storyteller is, is it, it doesn't... It doesn't feel like a lazy choice to me, um, but I, you know, I, I could be wrong, and maybe it's just uh, I'm getting hung up on the on the choice of words. Um, I just feel like JJ set this thing up, and then it's up to the next storyteller to kind of justify the choices that were made. Um, and so, with that, it felt like, and having written stories before, nothing, you know worth writing home about but like sometimes you let your characters kind of lead you where they're going and it, it felt like that made a lot of sense if you're going to sacrifice all of this thing all of these things um it has to be a big sacrifice otherwise you do look like a petulant child who's just grabbing their ball and going like i think he he's feeling that there's a greater good in the choice that he made um, and he's the one who has to sacrifice for it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I guess I just disagree with the idea that um, that is lazy storytelling. Um, 
John. Okay, you're right. Uh, maybe lazy was more um, an impassioned word to use. Yeah, um, and I'm sorry to get hung up on a stupid word, you know? Well, let me change the word then. Um, like, it, it's... Uh, it's I a stupid think, storytelling. No, I'm sorry. Can I use easy? To me, it seems easy. And, and I think you actually bring up a really good point. The character should lead you where you're going. And I think that that's why Mark Hamill had such a hard time with it, because there was an aspect of this character... That and again, Mark Hamill's not a writer. He's 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 an actor. Uh, is he a writer? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not so he's an aware. actor, but you know, it's but I feel like you know he you know he knows that character having you know been in the flesh or whatever. But um, I, I I think that the character wanted to go one way, but this is an this is an example of where Johnson was like, and again, I don't know what that. I mean, I've heard him try to explain this stuff, but. It's, it's basically like, I can't let him go there. I've got to do everything different. And this is where I feel like Johnson had to do the unexpected to a detriment. You know, like it would be unexpected for him to go to that island to study the Jedi religion, but then to cut himself off of the forest because he just wants to die there. Like, use the word shame. Have him use the word ashamed. Do something. Yeah. Have yeah. the character fleshed out a little bit more. Instead, we're like we're watching him pouting, it, and it's like it's like watching a, a kid's a, a, a tantrum, pouting, pouting the end. Grumpy Luke. He's not escaping. He's not fleeing like Yoda. He's he's not you know in hiding like Obi Wan or whatever. You know, um, he's not even pulling the attention, Snoke's attention. Or, you know, I mean, I, I guess you could say, okay, and this is the thing that maybe hasn't been covered, is that by him going somewhere where he can't be found, it can it's distracting Kylo, right? Because Kylo's right. going after Right, right. he's focused on it. And even Snoke is focused and, on and, it, too, finding him. And right. as is Leah. On, and that's how the first one starts off. So that's the, that's the mystery that J.J. set up. It's, it's like a strategic move for him to go there. That is not what we got in the explanation. We got a pouting kid. I've, I'm, I'm sorry, I used my bad language again. Oh my I messed, goodness. Be- I messed up. <laughs> I, can, I, I can bleep this, by the way. Later. You, t- you took yeah. the easy way out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, no, and it's like, it's like you know, I, I, I messed up. I got all of my students killed because I was, I was arrogant. I don't even know if he used that word. I'm ashamed. Use that word. Give us this depth of the character, you know, like there's this group. You, you wanted, you wanted Luke to apologize to you. <laughs> it's not your fault, Luke. You know, it's not Luke's fault, but th- that's the thing. Like, you know, there's, and, and people get tied up in that tragedy does that to people again, flesh out the character, you know, but it, I don't know if they were rushing because of the whole Canto bite thing, you know, where <laughs> they, they ran out of time or that, you know, they had to drag out, you know, or they're dragging out the slow speed chase, you know, or whatever. But, um, like there, there's again, like, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a modest writer. I don't have, you know, not, not a published writer or anything like that. I write, but I just feel like, you know, there was, there was a lot that could have been done with Luke's character. There could have been more done. And I feel like it's, it was really one note to me, you yeah. know, and, and, and I, and I felt like, I don't know. And, and again, there was some direction choices that I disagreed with. I feel like it was only to set him up to be mad at, Ray, so they can have some sort of confrontation so that they can have that fight. And again, it's like, it was like they said, all right, we want them to fight. Let's work backwards to that. 
which again is is writing. A lot of a lot of great writers do that. They you start with an end in mind and you work your way to that. But I feel like that was I don't know. I I just would have made different choices or again fleshed out the character a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I I never uh, when I watched The Force Awakens, I never thought that um Luke was um setting people up to find him and things like that. I always got the idea that he was he was just going away and he didn't want to be found. Um yeah. so I never I never thought that he was um uh teasing them or trying to lure them into distraction or something. I just thought that was like a byproduct of of the choice that he uh had made. Um Right. I there are two things. One and, and you know with all due respect um Whenever anyone says that, by the way, they're about to, you know, say oh, something I, really I know. terrible. It's true because I don't want to. I'm trying to figure out a way to not insult <laughs> Mark Hamill's acting ability. Be, beware, Mr. Hamill. You know? You're about to get hit. Um, <laughs> you know, and 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 uh, some of those some of those different levels that you wanted may be in in just in performance and ability. I don't know. Is that a nice way to say it? <laughs> Is that the I don't best know. way to, to to say it? But I mean, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I, I just, I guess when I was in the theater, I didn't, I didn't experience it like that. I mean, part of me, okay, let me go, let me go back. Um, I do think Ryan Johnson probably got caught up and I'm totally, you know, talking out of school, but probably got caught up in not wanting to be Empire. So not wanting to have Good point. A, right. a, exactly. training, a, a training movie. Again, and, the unexpected. He's got to do the opposite. Yeah, at every but, turn. But I don't know that that was the idea that he wanted to do it at every turn. I just I think that probably one of the big criticisms of Force Awakens, like I said, was it mirrored um, A New Hope so much, and so maybe he was aware of of that one thing, and he didn't want to make didn't want to make it that didn't want to make it Luke and Yoda. Um, right. But I also feel very justified in the in the choices that he made in terms of. Um, Luke pulling himself away, uh, but JJ did that. I, I think we have perfectly yes. colored the the Luke part of this. <laughs> no, but this is. I think that's like to me. That's that's yeah. that's the hardest and that, part. That, that's why I asked it before the next question. We have more questions. And the next question, yeah, oh yeah. Who's who's who? That's the next question. I think it's John. It starts with John. Okay. John. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> I'm not prepared to answer this, Luke. Uh, I for me, it, it yeah. It, for see me, cow it was, milk. <laughs> see, and there Matt, was Matt. You're gonna get a turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there was all those things. I was just like, come on, man. Like, don't. I don't know. Anyway, that that was just a, like a weird direction thing. Um, but um, but what did I like? I loved the throne room scene. That was fantastic. The theatrics of Snoke, you know, it was classic, you know, and then to take him out, like nobody expected it. I, I loved that. And the fact that like, they're going to join up and no, they're going to argue over the lightsaber. And you know, like that was, that was my favorite part of the movie right there. Matt. Um, I'm going to say it was uh, Leia Organa's Mary Poppins <laughs> impression. <laughs> no, that was, that was no. my favorite part of the movie. You can't say no. that. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, the throne room. the The throne room was uh, was more than I could have imagined, and surprising in every way. I mean, Amen. the whole the whole idea of Ray and Kylo connecting throughout yeah. the movie, I really loved. 
Um, yeah, there's going to be other questions later. Have time for all I, this? Didn't I don't think I asked. Are there going to be other questions? No, I asked you what was your favorite mo moment. Well, I was. I think that all of those things led up to the throne room. I'm don't sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that you wanted my favorite 30 seconds of the movie. Yeah, I wanted a clip. Wait, are, are, we, are we still? We just did. We just did four hours worth of question number four. Are we, are we so I wanted to make sure that this was a quick one. He's got a lot of questions, <laughs> and we have to get to the end of them. So stop messing that up, man. I know we've never been masturbators right. before, so I'm That's masturbators. Right. No, you, you you didn't even say it. You, you messed it up the whole joke there. If you say the right word, it doesn't work. Did I, did I really mess it up? We're going to have to bleep that, too. It's going to be a lot of bleeping. No, I can no. bleep, by the way. No. That's easy. Well, about time you brought some skills to this thing. Oh, man. I'm sorry. That's so hurtful. <laughs> All right. Ask your questions, please. No, I think what we're going to do now, I think this is a good place that we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll continue with our master debate. Cheers. Well, we want to take some time to thank our patrons. Through our page on Patreon.com, they help support the mission of Mind of the Modern Man. Through their generous support, we've been able to secure our domain name, mindofmodernman.com. We've been able to arrange for web hosting. We've been able to buy email addresses and more. We can still use more help. If you head over to Patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Mind of Modern Man, you can sign up for as little as $1 a month. I sound like Sally Fields, but it's true. Every bit helps Modern Man and our community grow. We want to thank our current patrons, Sandy, Susan, Manny, Mike, and Jeff, for all that they've done for us, and we hope that you can join them as well. Our friends over at Think Geek have just put some great Mother's Day gifts in the mail to send over to us to review and to give away. So stay tuned to the website soon. You're going to see a great Think Geek gift set about Mother's Day coming up soon on our website. And now, back to the show. All right, gentlemen. Yes. So we're back. We've, we've made it about halfway through, but you've talked about some of the other questions that I have, so I'm going to skip those. We're not going to get to all 10, and, and that's fine. So I want to do a little bit of rapid fire right now, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say a character's name, and I want you to, in you know maybe 30 seconds, tell me what you felt about them in this movie. Is that Can we do that? With 30 seconds of each? Yes. We could try. Right. Okay. So... Matt, I'm going to start with you first. Okay. 30 seconds on Holdo. Holdo. Um, uh, you know, I like seeing a, a, a strong female character. Um, obviously, if Leia had sacrificed herself instead of Holdo, it would have been even more powerful, but then you wouldn't have had that scene with Luke and Leia at the end. Um, I dig purple right. hair, and even though it's not the Laura Dern from Jurassic Park, like John and I love so much, um, <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that, uh, she had status over Poe and, uh, she always had the resistance. Um, she was always thinking about the resistance first and she had, she had a plan. Um, and I like that twist. John, what do you think about her? Um, I thought she was unnecessary and distracted from the plot. Purple um, hair. Nice. Purple yeah. hair. Uh, <laughs> purple hair is great. Uh, um, you know, I, I, her role is great. The, the 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 transition to her, like that's that's fine. Um, execution, I thought was terrible. You know, and right. and it was just annoying. And it was and to me, it was more of a tool. It was kind of like 
the the tension that exists, like you know, like in Psycho, like when the woman is behind the curtain and you know she's about to get killed, it's it adds tension. But to me, it was like this kind of ugly, unnecessary tension that just made me really frustrated, rather than I don't know the tension. So it's unnecessary. All right, John. But we can John, you start. Wait, but we you can, start this we one. We can John. give Laura Dern credit because she did pew pew every time she fired a blaster, though, right? <laughs> right, that's what I heard. She did. <laughs> I actually, I love those kinds of uh, Easter eggs. I would like to take her down a further notch. Oh no! <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> John, what did you think about Poe in this movie? Started off great. Understand that he was like reprimanded, but then he was sidelined, you know, and then he was like intolerable. Like I'm like, who is this guy? He doesn't look anything like Episode Seven. Wait, hold on. It's unexpected. That's right. He no character can be anything like the first movie. Oh. <laughs> Matt, what did you think of Mr. Dameron? Uh, I just thought he was handsome. I was just gazing into <laughs> oh, his yes. eyes the whole time. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, obviously, I agree with, with John in terms of he had a lot more to do at the beginning. And it was a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Um, and the arrogance was really showing through. But um, as the movie went on, I just I just was admiring how handsome he was. Um, he is very great. handsome. He's just a handsome Matt, man. T- talk a little bit about... Benicio del Toro. <laughs> um, well, I, I could say a lot about Benicio del Toro. I really, he's a, he's a great actor, and I love him in The Usual Suspects, and most everything that I see him in, and I think he's a, probably a perfect example of John's frustration with nothing can be <laughs> like unsurprising and so the choices that benicio made in Star Wars were uh, interesting, to put it. Uh, uh, you know, I like the character. You know, it just was a uh, it was a strange vocal choice, I guess, to make. Um, but I, I I like the scoundrel. You know, it's it's whether you whether you accept that B plot or not. You know, it works really well in that B plot. Um, obviously, the the B plot wasn't as strong as for me at least as the A plot. But I, I like the ideas behind it. Um, but it did have kind of a pod race in the middle right. of Canto Bite. John. <laughs> now you asked about Benicio del Toro. You didn't ask about DJ. Right, because his character's name is never actually said. I don't think said. Benicio del Toro has done anything good since the usual suspects. <laughs> I, I think he's overrated. Uh, have you seen and, have you seen Sicario? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Should I see it? I think so. Because like because I saw him in it, I'm like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, come on, this the stutter was terrible. I, right. I I think in high school we had a better uh, job of acting like we had a stutter. Oh yeah, true. John, what about Snoke? Great, uh, yeah, Snoke is great. Um, you know, like that. What a great character, you know. And that's a great example of proper build up and you know, and and then cutting your expectations in half. Awesome. Like that was great. I got that. All right. I got that. Yep, go ahead, Matt. Um, I, I, you know, Andy Serkis is the best at this. Yeah. You know, he, he really is the best at it. And um, anytime you can get him in a character like this, I think it elevates it because no one does the the um, motion capture as well as, as he does. And he was everything I thought you wanted a bad guy to be. Um, yeah. And you really, really built up to how are we going to get out of this? And then we got out of it. So, uh we, because I'm part of the resistance, I guess. 
Nice. Um, so I, I, right. I dug it. And if you can, if you, anybody who's who's listening, get a chance to watch all the the backstage stuff where you see him do it without the uh, effects and things like that. It, the performance oh, is just yet. as good. It's just as good. Oh, send me the link, Matt. We'll put a link on that. Yeah, on the blog post okay, about I'll, it. I'll, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, all right, John. So we start with you with the uh, next question. Okay. Rose and Finn, do you care? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so that's a yes/no question. No, uh, and and why not? Oh, okay. Um, I like I like Poe's character. Uh, not Poe's. Um, what's his name? Finn. Finn. I, Finn. I like his character Finn. because it's it's on you know it's 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 an interesting character to me, and I also like how he was trying to flee. I thought that was great. Um, and then, you know, what Rose, you know, I liked everything that happened on the ship, you know, but then once they left the ship, I was just like, okay, like, I think B plot is probably being kind. (laughs) Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, It did. It didn't do anything for me. Matt, what do you, what do you think about Rose and Finn? I I like the fact that when they came back from Canto Bite, these, these two who ran away to do this thing, um, she just got high status. They were like, Rose, tell us what you got. And it's like, how does, right. how does, how does Leia know Rose's name? <laughs> like she was just right. like a mechanic or something in the back. She doesn't. All, she, because she, because she's one of only 12 people left. Well, that's so true. You but learn did Leia then quick. go through cards of everybody's name who's left? <laughs> yeah. Or is she just that good? She has Facebook. Rebellion Facebook. Um, I don't know that, I don't know that I care outside of the fact that it may complicate, um, Finn and Ray's relationship. And that is something that interests me. So see, there you go. Another little the, nugget the tri- to look forward triangle. to. I, I can't, I can't totally disagree with John's meh, but um, <laughs> no, me you know, but she, you know, she, she represents something that's very much uh, remnant or reminiscent of, of Luke's ide, uh, ideology. You know, this, this kind of pure right. goodness. Um, Who rose? Yeah. yeah. She wanted to go into Tashi station to get some power converters. She can waste time with her friends later. She's got chores to do. <laughs> Look at you guys, man. Rose? Let's pour some blue Rose? milk. Rose? Wait, now we know her. Well, no, that's green milk. It was green milk in this one, right? I'm colorblind, so I don't... I, yeah, I that was messed up, too. Doesn't see. That milk scene was awful. It's just so ridiculous. Cut it's for time. Space. I would have been it's, happy. It's space. We can't have white milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to like get it from some kind of gigantic manatee dinosaur thing and then like stare at Ray while you drink it like looking like Gollum. <laughs> I know it's so stupid. And to me it was like Weird. all of a sudden I was watching like an SNL skit. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yes. Do you, do you <laughs> like, think she was Do you want to know where that? blue milk comes from? <laughs> so odd. Do you think she was disgusted right. by that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just asking. Uh, I have questions too, Keith. Because, you know, she took her food and she would, like, put it in a little pot of water and it would turn into bread. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I got to give her that. It was magic. That was cool. Was I like that. It was very cool. It was like an instant easy bake oven. Yes. All right. Um, so, uh, Matt. Keith. A lot of the movie is dedicated to the connection between Kylo and Ray. Talk about your feelings on that. I already did. But talk about it more because I cut you off. That's true. You did. Um, that was um, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. 
um, was connecting these two. Uh, it was, we didn't have the force that Empire Strikes Back had where Yoda's teaching him, but we got to invest in the force in a different way, which was linking these two very, very different people together. And I thought, um, I thought it was really well done. I thought emotionally I was, I was invested in that and it led to the, the great throne scene and the debate and, um, the connection, the intimacy that they were getting, and they wouldn't have had that without that kind of connection. It also gave us a view into the whole, I don't know if it was Kurosawa who did it or, or, or somebody, the, the three different memories, uh, the one memory seen three different ways, um, which kind of justified, at least in my, in my mind, um, why Luke made the choice that he did. And, you know, just the idea of, from a certain point of view, really came into play uh, by doing that memory thing three times and connecting the two of them. So I, I thought it, it felt very new and very Star Wars to me at the same time. Cool. Um, but did you need him to be shirtless? Yes. Okay. I will watch Adam John. Driver no matter what he does. <laughs> John. I love what the last thing you just said. It was new and it was very Star Wars. That's cool. I think that that's what we're looking for. Like it's new, but it's like Star Wars, you know? And yeah, the tension was palpable with that link. That like, that was great, you know? And, and then he thought that he had some water on his hand, or, you know, because uh, when, when he was connecting with her, when she was right. getting sprayed, like, like that was cool. It was, it expanded the universe. It, it expanded Hang the on. possibilities. That, that was a very, that's a very specific callback. How many times have you seen it? Twice. No. I, I haven't seen it twice yet. Matt? Um, five or six times, I think. Oh, okay. But I, Just curious. I remember that. Maybe, maybe I remember two and it a half. from the first time. No, but see, that's an example of something that I thought was clever, and I, and I thought that that was really well done. More of that, please. Yeah, more, please. Yes, let's put more? that in our note. Let's put it in our note to Ryan Johnson, although he's yeah. not... He's going to get to do whatever he wants now. <laughs> okay, so... Well, now, because he has, he has his own little trilogy or something that he's working on, We've right? We've got a couple of notes for you. <laughs> we expect them um, to be implemented in the next version. <laughs> okay. Is it an evil <laughs> Star Wars movie? <laughs> it better be. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars, the Alan Parsons project. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> stormtroopers with freaking laser beams. That's all I want. Freaking laser you, stormtroopers. You've already got that. You want <laughs> On their Star heads. Wars with laser beams with accurate shooting. <laughs> What's, where's the fun in that? That's true. All our heroes would be dead. Yeah. Some more. Some more quick hits. We'll start with you, John. Okay. That that kid with the force at the end of the movie. Yeah. What What's your thought? I liked it uh, and, until I read that Ryan Johnson had a whole second trilogy coming out. So it was just uh, a plug. <laughs> um, but yep. I, I like the idea that you don't have to, you know, be of a certain bloodline, like, you know, to, to have the forest. You know, it's, it's not like everybody's a muggle except for a, a couple of people who have wizard powers, you know, like it, it's, it's out wow. there. You know? We've talked about Jurassic Park. Harry Potter, Austin Powers. This is impressive. Yeah, it's the well, modern zeitgeist. 
Harry Potter, it's an interesting comparison because in Harry Potter, obviously not everybody is is a a wizard, Harry, but um, (laughs) you you don't have to come from a pure bloodline to be a wizard. I mean, Harry's... Um, exactly. I, well, I guess Hermione didn't come from it, but uh, Harry's parents were both. But I don't think Harry's... Um, certainly his mother wasn't. Uh, her parents weren't, at least. So um, I liked it, yeah. too. I, I mean, I, I like the, the idea of, of, of the, the Jedi's never going to die, or at least the Force is never going to die. Right. Because, right. you know... All of these people all over the universe are going to have this connection. I don't know that it definitely said that everybody is uh, force sensitive. No, you know, but um, you know, they had all of those. You know, they they had a Jedi uh, school academy, the Jedi Academy, or whatever they called it on Coruscant, and uh, or, right. or course can't. Um, <laughs> and you know, they would teach younglings and stuff like that. It's like where where did they come from? They had to come yeah. from somewhere. So. Um, I would be, honestly, I would be surprised if, if Johnson does anything with, with this boy in his next trilogy. I think he's going way to the outer rims, um, to surprise us. Well, well, now that we're expecting it to be that boy, then he can't, he's got to do what you don't expect him to do. That's, Ooh, that's Ryan, true. do the unexpected you, again. Have, John, have you, have you seen, um, <laughs> the other Ryan Johnson movies? Uh, Are you familiar yeah, saw, with his work? I saw Looper, uh, but I haven't seen... Uh, that was unexpected. Brick. What was the other one? Brick. No, I haven't seen that. Looper yeah. was good. You know, like... I think, you would really, I think you would really like Brick because the whole thing is unexpected. You know, yeah. he just does it in, in a totally different way. Um, yeah. And I like the unexpected. Works. Like, I, you know, I don't... I don't like to say, oh, I know what's going to happen next, you know? Gentlemen. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, we are getting long in the tooth. What are you talking about? So, Matt, I would like you to give me your final thoughts on Star Wars, The Last Jedi. My final thoughts on Star Wars. Um, I don't know. Like it, don't like it. I don't care. That's my final thought. Take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it people because i liked it and you can't take away my experience from me and my kids liked it because i told them to like it (laughs) (laughs) no i I, i'm i'm a fan of ryan johnson i thought he did uh i just disagree i think he did a great job storytelling um i think he had a very difficult task ahead of him um and doing the middle story uh to the trilogy you know, uh, especially because Empire was my favorite. So I really just went in um, as open as I could be and tried to have as few expectations. And I thought it was, um, I really thought it was beautifully shot. I, I, I thought it was a beautiful film to look at. I think, honestly, it is the best score that John Williams has done since, like, the original well, maybe the music since, is amazing. Since Empire. Absolutely. Um, I, I just thought he was so right on uh, with this. Um, the throne room scene is king for me. I, I just think um, it's hard to get better than, than that. And I'm excited that J.J. gets to come back and finish off the trilogy. I, I feel like um, that's the right way to do it bring the guy back who set Absolutely. all these things in motion and see what he has to do with it. Um, I also think the biggest plus of uh, 
The Last Jedi is there's no Jar Jar Binks, so you know. Truth. <laughs> John, what are your what are your final thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing which is interesting about this debate. We're not coming from two opposite sides here, you know. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities. Um, I agree that Johnson did have a difficult task, but um, I have to disagree and say that there were just too many missteps in the storytelling and the direction. You know, that it's it's come kind of like. I, I like to just sit back and watch a movie. I don't want to kind of like sit, I don't want to bolt upright in my seat and go, wait a minute, that's weird. You know, and then have it come back to me later. Like, I, I just want to enjoy a Star Wars movie, right. man. You know, it's like, um, you know, and, and because I'm a Star Wars fan, it doesn't mean that I hated this movie. Like, it, you know, nothing about what I know about Star Wars disagrees with this movie to me. Kill the past. It's awesome. Um, I just, you know, I just, just, just like... I don't know, Benicio del Taro. Come on, like edit that, like do something different. I don't know, <laughs> you know. And there's and and once again, can we please bring up Leia Poppins? Yeah, Leia Poppins. And there there isn't a lot about this movie that makes me want to see it again, you know. And and I and like I said before, like there isn't enough teased for me to want to see the next episode. The next episode, very much in my mind, stands alone, just like Johnson tried to do with this movie. He tried to make it stand alone from everything, and I think he succeeded. Matt retort. Um, I mean, it's the man's opinion. Uh, you right. know, he's right. he's enti- he's entitled to it. I I wish, um, that John's experience in the theater, uh, was more like mine because I came out satisfied. You know, I did I didn't I didn't have all the questioning. I didn't have the frustration. So, um, in that sense, I I don't want him to have my opinion on it, but I just wish he had a, a better experience with it. Because, um, you know, for whatever reason, Star Wars, storytelling, uh, mythology, all of this stuff is, is, I think, important. It's, it's fun. It's a great escape. So, I, you know, I, I wish that um, excellent. while in the theater he had a better experience. I did have those nice recliner chairs, Aww. so maybe that helped as well with my experience. And I could have ordered food. I didn't, but I could have if I wanted to, you know. <laughs> But, you know, that that's, you know, I really, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was good storytelling. I didn't think it, uh, it was very satisfying to me. And Matt, that's yes. very sweet of you to wish that I had a better experience. That's, you're a very good man. Oh, thank and, you. And inter- inter- interestingly enough, I think that I was like overall satisfied when I walked out. I remember thinking, oh, and I had one of those nice recliner seats too. Those are awesome. Nice. Um, but I remember walking out like, like, wow, I really want to see that again. But I think it was the visuals. You're right. It was beautifully shot. Yeah. They did like so many interesting new things. They brought new things to it. Um, but I, I like to think about story. I like to examine things. I like to talk right. about, you know, think about motivations, characters, you know, decisions yeah. and made. Exactly. And I think that was, that was the problem with it was me is that the more I thought about it, I was just like, Hey, wait a minute here. What's going on? Right. There's you just, know? there's just too many holes. And I, you know, I think it's important for anybody listening out there. Like it's fine to not like something, yeah. you know, but you should really know. Why? Why you like? Why you like it, and why you don't like it? You know, I think that's really important in in like forming your tastes. I hope though, and I hope when it does finally come out, um, that you don't have to go on opening weekend, but you do give uh, Ryan Johnson's new trilogy an opportunity because I think. Um, oh, I'll be there. I'll definitely I, be there. I think as a, I really just I like him as a filmmaker, and maybe because I like him as a filmmaker and what he does. 
um, and I was excited at the choice of him, um, maybe I gave him more room than I should have. You know, I don't know. It's very clear of you, sir. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I thank you guys very much. Well, you're welcome. Uh, this has been the mind. Well, well, thank you. Thanks. This has been the Mind of the Modern Man podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you once again to our patrons, Sandy, Susan, Manny, Mike, and Jeff. Thanks to Matt and John for joining in today. And thank you to George Lucas for starting all this in the first place. Yay, George. You can get more information on what we just talked about today. We're going to put some links and some other thoughts on our website, mindofmodernman.com. And of course, you can follow us on social media. As my grandfather always used to say, you do nice work. Not much, but what you do is quality. So long. Quality.